Uh, Bill, you're on mute. Sorry, here. <laughs> John Kapler. Here. Betsy Pringle. Here. Larry Totally. Here. Rick Whitney. Here. And Ruth Ray. Here. Thanks. Welcome, everybody. And uh, I guess congratulations are in order for this is our first meeting after the election. And so we, we uh, should feel proud of the outcome of the election. And the purpose of this meeting is to see if we can actually have the outcome of the election <laughs> mean something before we get the city council finds a way to eliminate us. So um, the, uh, I, I think John and I have been very involved uh, in this process. Um, and Larry's been involved to a certain extent but we couldn't we couldn't involve everybody because that would violate the Open Meetings Act. And so um, I, I, the whole purpose of this is to to bring everybody up to date on how we got to this position and then what we expect from this meeting tonight with the city council. And so I um, I've put together a timeline that I'm going to go through as briefly as possible, but just give you guys the full explanation for how we got to where we're at and then um that from that we can go to uh where, where we go from here um you you probably remember that back in march we had an urgent request uh from mayor sweet and council members black and curtis they uh wanted us to um, participate in the city's equity assessment process and they wanted us to delay action on a vote for continuation of the Hope Community Council until after we went through that process. Um, and, at, and during that discussion, it was represented that we had until August 3rd to adopt a resolution for the, the vote. And so we said, well, we're open to it. We were concerned about being able to complete that process in time. But um, shortly after that, um, Larry totally uh, sent us, John and I, had, uh, a note stating that no, the filing deadline is not August 3rd, it's May 31st, which I should have known because we've been through it a few times. And, uh, but in the heat of the moment when we were meeting, uh, having the virtual meeting, it just didn't click in, with John or me that we, we had this deadline impending. And, and the other, the bigger issue was not the deadline for the resolution to have a vote on the city on the uh, continuation of the council. It was that in addition to that, there's a May 21st filing deadline for the candidates. And they wanted us to delay the process for um, anybody to uh, apply for, the, for a position on the Houghton Community Council until late April. And that really would have been inappropriate in our minds because it didn't give that much time for people who might want to oppose us. And it looked a little self, it seemed like it would come off bad appearance for us to delay the vote and delay people's ability to file until um, that late in the game. And so that's why we decided um, to go ahead and, and adopt the resolution to have the vote. And if you remember, Penny came to our meeting and made a you know, request and they sent us a letter and all that. Um, and we respectfully said that, you know, no, we don't have, uh, there isn't adequate time to delay the process. And so 
um, we we will participate and uh, then we'll uh, wait for the outcome of the process and and look forward to as as I think the letter that Mayor Sweet uh, sent to us, she said that we will participate in thoughtful discussions about uh, how to help eliminate structural barriers to equal opportunity and um, to have some focused outreach uh, to be completed and presented to us. So there was an expectation, a clear expectation that there was going to be communication to us and with us about um, the outcome of this equity assessment. Um, and that was the last we heard about it, other than everybody, I, I think five of the seven of us went through the equity assessment. But um, we never received or were a participant in any of the information that came from that assessment, any of the conclusions, any of the data, nothing. And the and so the next time that we had any, that I had any notion that there was uh, an action underway uh, by the city council was when we received the letter from uh, Representative Amy Wallen. We all received that letter in October and I, uh, we didn't have an opportunity to have a meeting to respond to it. So John and I uh, put together a letter that um, responded to her request that we uh, sunset, agree to un sunset ourselves. And um, I, I guess what, before I sent that letter out, I met personally with, with Amy down at um, Beach House. And, and I, you, I presume you've all read the letter that she sent and my response. I, I went through that with her. I said, before I send this letter out, Amy, I, I wanted to give you the opportunity you didn't give us. And that is, if there's anything that I'm misrepresenting, if there's anything that is inappropriate in this letter, this is an opportunity for you to bring it to my attention and I'll consider modifying the letter. She, she said, well, I, don't, I don't really have any. She said, I, I'd like to do some fact checking, but I mean, obviously there was some very material misstatements um, and factual errors. And so um, she said she'd like to have it fact checked and she uh, said she would ask Toby Nixon to, to do that. She thought he'd be an appropriate guy to do it. So um, we, we had a very cordial meeting and we pretty much agreed that um, after the election that she would arrange for, try to, she would try to arrange for a meeting uh, between representatives of Houghton Community Council and the City Council to discuss this whole issue of the continuation of the Houghton Community Council. So that was an understanding that we had. And then uh, I went ahead and sent a copy of, the, of my letter to the City Council and the Houghton Community Council so that, uh, actually they are letter, John. Um, I sent that out. The only response I got from that letter uh, was, I think, oh, Neil Black. Um, and Neil sent a, a, a thoughtful you know, response and said that he thought that this is something that deserved discussion. And he gave his, his reasons for why he thought sunsetting should be at least under consideration. But that was the, the, about all that was said. 
So uh, I thought that we were at a position. Oh, I, I should also add that he suggested that we get together after the election and that we, um, uh, you know, John and I and he uh, have coffee or beer or something and just talk about it. And, and we literally came up with uh, a date in the first, uh, we didn't come up with a date, but it was gonna be in the first week or two of December was, was what, what that suggested. Meanwhile, I got a, I got a, uh, a message from one of our citizens, concerned citizens on the 29th of October that notified me that there was an impending Kirkland City Council resolution for their November 3rd meeting that uh, was going to add to their legislative agenda, the sunsetting of Houghton Community Council. Well, I was really completely inconsistent with the discussion that I had with Amy, with the, what I thought I understood with Neil, and it certainly um, was you know, inconsistent with including us in the process in any way. And it was just blindsided and very heavy handed. And so I, uh, I sent uh, both Amy and uh, Neil a letter, an email uh, that stated what's happening. This is not what we were discussing. It's uh, I requested it be removed from the agenda until we have a, a opportunity for a full discussion. And, uh, that uh, then resulted in Amy contacting uh, Mayor Sweet and sh she arranged to have a discussion with a virtual meeting between Deputy Mayor Arnold, Mayor Sweet, John and I. And with, in, the, in that virtual meeting, um, we pretty much said either we, it, it gets removed from the agenda and we, uh, until there's an opportunity for a, candid, respectful discussion that um, of all the issues related to the continuation of Houghton Community Council, or uh, we're, you're, you're kind of drawn, you're putting us in a position where if you're not gonna include us in the process, then we're, you're probably, uh, you're jeopardizing any future relations with us and, and that um, you're pretty much eliminating any chance of us coming to any conclusion, if we were to work together on any kind of solution of this um, that's mutually acceptable, you're, you're, if you're going to act unilaterally and not involve us in the process, then we're going to have to fight it. And then regardless of the outcome, we're not going to be open to any further discussion. This is pretty much the way we put it. And so we, uh, she asked me to send a letter to the city council that stated this in you know, a respectful manner, which I did. And that was literally the day of the meeting that, that we had that virtual meeting. That, that night was when the city council met. In the city council meeting, um, it was, uh, they decided to remove that legislative item uh, from the agenda until uh, they had an opportunity to meet with us. However, in the meeting, if you guys took the time to listen to their discussion, there were statements made by uh, Neil Black and Toby Nixon that very much stated, uh, don't get any unrealistic expectations. 
it, it, it was pretty evident that they were not really open to uh, anything short of sunsetting. And, you know, it was just kind of a exercise in, you know, they're, they're doing it without really having any intent, any being open-minded to it. That was the um, clear impression that I got. And, and I, you know, I, you guys hopefully have had a chance to, to hear it for yourselves. And that's where we are now. That, that's how we got this meeting set up. Um, Marilyn Beard was um, asked to, we, I didn't initiate it, but I don't think it's a bad idea to have a facilitator just to try to keep some order to the process. And Marilyn Beard uh, was contracted to act as a facilitator for the meeting. And I, have, I, I talked with her just this morning about the, the process. She's um, planning on it mostly being an opportunity for everybody to hear each other out. Um, and that's, that's where, that's where we're at. Um, John, you want to, you, you've, you've been as involved as, as me in this whole process. So do you have anything you'd like to add to what I've just stated? John, you're on mute. <laughs> I think that sums it up really well, Rick. Um, I, I think tonight really is trying to understand why the city council acted the way they did when they made representations that they wanted to meet with us and then didn't. And we really need to listen and understand why they did that and where they're coming from so we can decide how to act accordingly. Right. So that brings you all up to speed on how we got where we're at and and uh, there's the you know we're not we're not going to get into any discussion of of what we you know what ifs what what we would do if this that you know I that's not going to be constructive I think the point is we we hopefully they are really going to have an open mind and listen to uh, us and and I intend to listen to them I I'm going into this without any preconceived notions other than I expect to be that this will be respect respectful on both sides and and transparent you know that we we are really open about this and it certainly hasn't it doesn't seem like it's been that way at all to this point it's it's like they they already have uh, their idea of of what should happen and and uh, you know we're we're really not part of the process we have not been so Can, is is anything uh, any action to come out of this meeting tonight? Well, there's I in an ideal world, they would delay adding this to their legislative agenda and and we would have an opportunity for ongoing discussions with them and uh, you know, what what that what comes of that? Who knows? I mean, the, you read if you saw it, Amy's letter, um, anticipated that we would probably when uh, get reelected, the the there would be a continuation, and and should that happen, then she was hoping that we could work together for some date certain. And when I met with her, she said even if it's ten years from now, you know, if you guys, you know, if we could if we could all agree upon some point at which there is a, a termination of the Houghton Community Council, some sunsetting, 
she said, I think that would be a reasonable compromise for all sides. And, and I said, Amy, I'm not going to agree or disagree, but I said, I appreciate that we would approach it in that manner that we're just all open to, you know, we don't just go in and say, well, it's my way or the highway. And um, so that's, but the, the, there's no point in, in having that kind of discussion with the, with, the, with the city council that has already made their mind up that they are going to go to the legislature with the intent of, of uh, seeking legislation to terminate us. So I, I guess I want to know why they are so compelled, feel so compelled. I, I really have a hard time understanding with all of the pressing issues in our state and our county and our city to a lesser degree in our city, but we have issues in this city as well, including the issues that are identified in the report, the equity <laughs> assessment. Yeah. How is it that we are such a priority that, that discontinuing the Houghton Community Council is so cri critical? It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's, <laughs> but so that would be, you know, where, what I would like to, what I'd like to see, I'm open to, you know, others observations and, and ideas. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just want to thank uh, both of you for everything you've done. I mean, I thought that everything was very clear, um, all your letters and what they were saying and now and reading all the emails from all the other, um, from the residents and everything, everyone's kind of in bewilderment on it's happening so fast, but thank you for everything you guys have done. Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> Although it's really frustrating that the timeline was so short that we couldn't even in involve you guys in the process. I mean, that was really frustrating. We, this is something that should have been done as a, as a council. We should have had an opportunity to discuss instead of just me and John responding. And in some cases, just me. And it's just, but I, I made it clear that it, that we didn't have a time. We there was no opportunity for us to to meet, so we just had to respond in that way. So did did did, did Neil? or Toby or anybody or Penny make it clear what this equity issue is in specifically? Well, if you read the equity report, it's the, the equity assessment, one of their strong action steps is to, is to go to the legislature and, and eliminate home community. Right, right, but what? I believe that was the only action step from the whole report. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, no, there's a lot more, I believe, but it's. I think for right now, for this quarter, it may be. I I don't remember the specifics. It's been a while since I right. looked but, at it. But what is it that we have done that is so egregious? Well, that's a good point. I mean, I, we exist. <laughs> that that's oh, one of the issues. God. You know, that, that's a big part of it. But I I think that um, there. Well, it's interesting, Toby, uh, when he made his comments at the city council meeting, he, he discounted the equity report as really being the, the reason for him. It, 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 he, he said, I don't really think that's, that's it. It's just that it's, it's, it's time for Houghton to be part of the city. We shouldn't have <coughs> two separate um, bodies and uh he said if 
that and and I understand that point of view. I, I do. I <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with it, but I certainly understand and respect it. Rick, my um... pardon. Oh, what, one of my, um, what I feel that one of the things that's concerning me is that we are the only elected body that listens to public hearing now. Yeah. In the whole city for land use, we're the only elected officials that listen to public hearings. So that's my concern. If, if we go away, there, there was no one now. I mean, should we suggest other remedies for that if we do go away in this meeting or should we just back off from that at this point? I, I, I doubt that that's, some, that that's not the sort of thing that I think we're gonna accomplish at this meeting. If, if they're willing to delay their action and be open to further you know, to go to <laughs> discussions and creative you know, other ways to address these things, maybe then, I don't think tonight that's the, the I don't think that's going to get us anywhere. I, I think it, tonight we just need to uh, hopefully convince them that they they would really be uh, making a mistake to add it to their legislative agenda for this coming legislative session. By the way, it's a short legislative session, as you guys know, 60 days. And so they have less time than they normally do. So it's even let more imperative that they focus on the higher priorities than getting rid of us. But. So are you each of us like, what are you expecting us to say? Well, I think each of you should say whatever. I, I'm going to be very, you know, very high level. I, since I've been most involved in the timeline, I, I am going to focus on that as to make it clear that there's really been a, a failure on their part to, to involve us in the process. And, and they've said, <clears throat> even in their letters back in you know, March, I've, they, they specifically said that they wanted us to be in the process and they wanted a chance for us to respond to, but then nothing ever came to us. Well, you know, it's just that that's, that's a real problem. And so, and normally this city is really big on process, you know? And, and what I find really ironic is that um, this whole thing, the equity report is all about being inclusive and yet they're not including us in the process. <laughs> so what, it just, it, it, uh, it's really inconsistent. Uh, Larry, you've got your hand up. Uh, yeah, I was <clears throat> just building back on the equity report. One of the things I want to listen to understand is exactly that question of how have the, uh, the decisions of the Houghton Community Council specifically affected equity, diversity, and inclusion, not only within the Houghton community, but throughout the city? Yeah. As I read the report, it's very limited on anything except, hey, we interviewed people and this is what they say. So it's perspective, not actual. And there's lots of data, which I will bring up during the council meeting that could have been looked at, should have been looked at in my opinion, yep. to illustrate that. If that's compelling, it would be a really easy decision for us to say yes or no. We see the inequities or we don't. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what I'm looking to understand. Yeah. 
Agreed. Other comments? John, you're being uncharacteristically quiet. What's going on? John, are you asleep? He's not writing code. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, I appreciate the comment, Rick. I, uh, I think the most important part in my mind is to really not talk amongst ourselves why this happened, but is to ask the council why this happened. That's yeah. the purpose of the meeting tonight yeah. is to ask them why, why has this happened the way that it's happened? It seems, honestly, it seems so uncharacteristic for our city to be uh, so non-transparent about this. It's, yeah. And that, that I want to ask them, I, I don't need to talk to you all about it. I want to ask yeah. city. Yeah. Since the majority of them are already listening in as attendees to this, they all should have a good heads up. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, they're all there. I see them. <laughs> uh, I'd also like to mention that um, uh, Houghton Community Council member elect Kristen Dixon is also in the audience. So oh, that's good. Congratulations, congratulations to her. Uh, I just wanted to put out there. Great. Uh, so any other questions, comments? Oh, just as an aside. So everybody, um, you probably saw, hopefully you saw Marilyn Beard's um, email about the, the format for the meeting and that um, we'll start out with everybody, each of us individually having an opportunity to uh, state uh, our, our position or, or our concerns or whatever uh, about this issue. And then from that, uh, after everybody's had that opportunity, then we'll go into interaction. No, nobody has to speak, but you'll each have that opportunity. So it's it's on it's your 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 decision. Um, I, I would hope, Rick, that uh, the city council probably has, should should go first on their discussion points because uh, we really need something to react to and some of our questions. To them so we need to understand their positions before uh we react so it seems appropriate to me that city council go first um i'll i'll make a quick call to marilyn is marilyn is she uh in the audience yes she is. Oh, okay well then maybe uh, we can communicate with marilyn once we finish our meeting and we can get uh ask for that i think that would be helpful since the, the action was initiated by them any other questions, comments, suggestions? Okay, this is all we have for an agenda. So mostly it was just to have an opportunity for you all to get up to speed on it and find out how we got where we're at. And then um, we'll see where we go from here. Rick, so I, I, have a, I have a quick question for you. Rick. Right. Um, uh, I'm, I think I know the answer to this, but um, would the city council meeting that we're having be an appropriate place uh, to suggest things that they could do uh, for increased equity um, and diversity within within Kirkland? Or is this just specifically about them sunsetting our community council? I, I think the focus, for me, the focus should be on Houghton Community Council and, and not you know, how they can do their job better outside of Houghton. I don't think that's, that's not, that's outside the periphery. Let's, let's, let's keep it 
to the Houghton Community Council sunsetting issue. Okay, thank you. Okay, I, uh, other than you can make a just a general reference that there's a lot of issues that seem like they would be uh, of, a, of equal or greater, of, of a greater priority than sunsetting the Houghton Community Council. That That's totally appropriate, I think. Any other questions, comments, John? Uh, one more thing, I do know that Typically at our meetings, we have a public comment section and it was determined early on for those listening that there would not be a public comment section tonight, unless you wanna change that for our meeting, but specifically for the city special city council meeting where we're invited to participate, uh, it was decided uh, by the city to not have any public comment. I, I was part of that decision. I, it's not still, uh, Kathy Anderson, uh, she said that she, she explained uh, that they were thinking that it probably would be uh, more appropriate to not involve the, the public discussion in this and just focus on the interactions between the, the two councils, get the understanding there. And, uh, and I, I think it has merit. I'd rather focus on getting as much, having as much time to, to hear each other out and, and have a full understanding than to hear uh, extraneous uh, comments. It doesn't mean I don't respect the other's opinions, but I want to, I want to have it between us as much as possible. So I agreed to that. It's, it, this was not the city council or the city staff deciding it uh, and imposing it on us. I, I was asked. Yeah, I think the explanation is wonderful. So people understand why. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? All right. Well then, I'm going to adjourn the meeting and I'll see you all at seven o'clock for the city council meeting. All right. See you later.